Welcome to the Mind of Reese podcast. I'm your host, Reese Hilburn, tattoo artist, tattoo shop owner, and spiritual tattoo business coach. Basically, you're all around tattoopreneur. Here to bring you all things tattoo business, marketing, mindset, manifestation, and spirituality. This podcast is meant to help you expand your mind and uplevel your tattoo business. I am so excited that you are here. Hmm. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to another episode of The Mind of Reese. I am here in my home, obviously. Um, as you can see in the background, I have like my refrigerator right here. I literally just do this on my kitchen island and on a chair. I just feel like it's just best to, you know, feel like I'm just having a chat with my friends, you know? Uh, if you're watching this in on Patreon, I do have videos like you can watch me I like watch the video um, of this podcast and I'm sharing my I know I'm extra avocado mug because I'm drinking my coffee. <laughs> so yeah. Um, today, I kind of want to talk about kind of, I'm not kind of anything. I am going to talk about um, basically normalizing changing our minds. Um, I had a, I had an incident recently about this and I'll go along with the story, but what I just want to get into is like normalizing, changing our minds, knowing that if something no longer serves us and, um, you know, understanding that and, and asking ourselves the hard questions that it's, is it, am I committing to continue on this path because of what? Why? Is it, is it for um, the knowingness of that, yes, this, this could, you know, help you potentially under, you know, help shape you for your future or help shape your future? Or, you know, are you doing it due to people-pleasing tendencies? And oftentimes for me, um, when I stay committed to something – that I'm no longer feeling aligned with, that I'm no longer feeling the pull of excitement for, uh, I do notice that my people-pleasing tendency starts to go up and I start to feel the feel the inner critic within me telling me that if I don't follow through, people will judge me and things like that. And we live in a culture where you know, being being people of our words, being a woman or man of our word, you know, um, basically taught that we have to finish what we're what we start. Like those kinds of things are what really drive us in the society to make us finish the thing that we are doing. And there's this is a really fine line to walk. So I'm going to not only tell you my little story on how this comes up for me, but I'm also going to share with you like how I differentiate between what my inner wisdom is saying and what my ego is saying. And when it comes to ego or the false ego, rather, the false ego, because our ego is just trying to help us out. You know, at the end of the day, it's just trying to be like, hey, don't do this. This is kind of scary. And like, you know, fight or flight method. However, when the false ego comes into play, when it's telling us that like there's a lion around the corner when really it's just like I'm just afraid of what people might think of me, that's the lion. Like that is a fake lion. You know what I mean? It's like that fake lion that's not actually there. That what I think people are going to judge me for is a future expectation, which has never has not even happened. So it's not even real. So that's what makes it false. So that's why I call it the false ego. Um, but a real ego. Now, if there was a lion around the corner, you know, and evidence leads to that lion being there, 
then, you know, what is my decision I'm going to make? Am I going to run for it? Or am I going to keep going on that path? So that's where I get the false ego. So that I hope that makes sense on difference, the difference between the false ego and the ego. Um, but I'll help. This is, I'll just share with you what I usually do in order to tell the difference between what's my intuition, what's spirit, what's, you know, source coming in and letting me know what's going on and, um, you know, the difference between the false ego. So um, to get this party started, uh, I had agreed to a couple of things early on this year and I am on a really huge journey of presence and healing and understanding myself better in order to become the person with whom I know I am meant to be. And this journey has heavily, heavily come into play since I have to say I can pinpoint it last July. Um, it was last July was the, was when I started really getting, like I started seeing a therapist, a spiritual therapist, a spiritual guide is what I call her, but therapy for you guys, just in case, you know, you understand like what's going on. Um, since last July, every single week, you know, like clockwork, we meet every week and, and she's one I meet every week. Now I'm not saying that I don't have other people in my life. I have, I also have energetic healers in my life that I see once or twice a month. I have spiritual business coaches that help me as well, as far as the energetics within my business as well. I have, you know, I also do, um, Reiki as far as like energy healing, but I also have energy healers online that I go on seeing. I do breathwork coaches every once in a while. So like there are a lot of different things that I've invested in myself as of July of last year heavily. Like I've invested a lot of time into myself, but I hadn't really invested the money yet. I hadn't put skin in the game, I suppose. And ever since I have, that gives me the accountability in order for me to really show up and show up for the fact that like, okay, I really want to become the next level human being that I need to be. And I need to face my shadows and I need to face my limiting beliefs and I need to face my fears and all of these tendencies that tend to come up for me because in order for me to get to where I want to go, I need to tend to the matters of healing within me already. And when I do this, I open myself up to more possibilities, to more opportunities that I want in my life, that I want in my artist's life, that I want in the people's lives around me. You know, it, it, it goes again that by healing myself, I heal the world. That is something I truly believe innately. That is something I believe because I've seen it with my own eyes. The more that I heal, the more I attract people in the same boat and the more people I can help. And that is what I'm here to do, is my purpose is to serve others as best as possible because I am so passionate about that. And then the way that I do that is through my passions, which is tattooing, which is mentoring, which is coaching. So that's why this journey is so important. It's so important for everyone involved. And everyone involved is everybody on this planet. So that is the purpose of this. And so earlier this year, when I had taken on two projects that 
I even, I even like as I think about it right now, if you could see my face on Patreon, if you guys want to watch this video, go on Patreon. You can um, watch the video of, you know, feel the energy of the, of the thing. If you can't already feel the energy in the podcast just by listening. Um, but I, I can feel it right? even in this moment as I look back on the reasons why I had said yes to something. I had said yes for very egoic reasons, but I also was just so excited. You know, it's like, it's like if you are an artist, a tattoo artist, and you're like, I just got asked to get a sponsorship. Like someone wants to fucking sponsor me, right? Like, oh my God, someone wants to sponsor me, but you've never used their fucking needles or you've never used their ink, but you just want to be called a sponsored artist, right? So when we make that decision based off, based out of integrity with what, with the why we're saying yes to it. So like we're out of integrity. Yeah, I want to be sponsored by this company and, but you've never used their needles. So how do you even know if they're any good? No, I just want to be sponsored so I can say I'm a sponsored artist. So that is very uh, validated, validation driven. It meaning that you are seeking validation outside of you in order to feel a certain way inside of you. But obviously, as you know, the more that we do this, we start to, it's never enough. The validation is never enough. Once we get that one step into that feeling, we're like, ooh, that felt so good. Let me get more of it. And then you're like, keep seeking it outside of you. And then it becomes like an addiction. And when you when you get addicted to something, you need more and more and more of it. And sometimes it's just not satisfying. Sometimes it just doesn't satiate that hunger and you feel bad and you're wondering why like it doesn't feel good anymore. And you continue to search outside of yourself until one day you realize that you can learn how to validate yourself. You can learn how to love yourself. You can learn how to feel worthy of the things that you desire um, all by doing the inner work. And so in these projects, it was basically just like that. I chose to do certain things in the, for the betterment of like what I thought not only for my business, because when I think about my business, I'm like, okay, the more people I can impact, the more people I can help, the more, you know, that's, that's my goal. I want to help a bajillion people. How do I do that? I need impact. How do I impact? Well, you know, there are a few ways I could do that. It's, you know, social media marketing, how I show up, how like the, my strategies and my, my soul aligned strategies on that aspect. How do I do that? You know, networking, that kind of thing. But like, if I'm networking only just to blank, 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 like if I'm only going to be a part of something just because I, the person has a bajillion followers. And I know that if we come together, their followers will see my followers and then we can go and da-da-da. And I'm not saying that that's a bad thing. Not at all. Especially if it's aligned with you, then send it. Because at the time, I thought it was aligned with me. I thought that um, that's what I needed to do. And this other project was really amazing. And it was an amazing idea. I had this, you know, artist come to me and wanted to do this, um, you know, this uh, educational video on tattooing and it was it was an incredible idea and it was something the industry needed so badly and it's because there's a lot of stigma behind, you know, tattooing on darker toned skin. And so it was just like we wanted to, to go into like the color techniques on how to do that so that we can help people understand this. And um, although those things like at the time I was like, oh, this is great. The industry needs this. Oh, this will help my business, da, da, da. 
as I started to further into my healing journey, I started to feel less and less excited about these projects and feel more and more burdened by them. And I had invested so much time, energy, and money, financial resources behind these projects already that I was like, fuck, like I got to go through with this. I'm already, I'm already here. I'm already almost there. Like this is happening within a couple of months, you know? And I had literally like was, had these thoughts in the back of my head and kept pushing them out and pushing them away from me. And I'm like, nope, I have to be a woman of my word. I was taught to be a woman of my word. But then I started to dive deeper into that. Once I kept hearing this narrative going on in my mind, I have to be a woman of my word. I have to be a woman of my word. I was like, all right, all right, all right. What is this actually? What am I actually saying? Am I trying to be some sort of martyr here? Am I saying this because I actually believe I have to be a woman of my word in this? Or is there something deeper? And so as an introspective person that I am, (laughs) I'm like, listen, I know if I need to figure something out, if there is a tingling sense, spidey senses within my body telling me that if this keeps coming up over and over and over again within my mind and within outside of me, and I'm getting kind of a little annoyed with like, oh gosh, I got to do this and I got to do that. And all of a sudden I'm just feeling a little overwhelmed. That is the sign. That is the sign your body is giving you That is like, you are exhausted with this project. Let's dive deeper. And if you're not going to dive deeper, I'm going to continue to exhaust you because I need you to hear me out. That is my inner wisdom saying, excuse me, excuse me, ma'am, please, ma'am, can you just uh, give me a moment of your time? (laughs) It's basically all that's happening. So I do. And I dive deep into meditation. My meditation practice has gone leaps and bounds. I've been meditating maybe five minutes to 10 minutes a day for the last like four years. And then starting July, my spiritual guide therapist um, challenged me to do hour a day. And that was really tough at the beginning. It was really tough to sit there and I didn't understand. And then it started to hit. And then I was like, whoa, there is a vortex. I am in the fifth fucking dimension. I am no longer on the three-dimensional plane of this planet. I am further out into the subconscious of this of this universe and I am understanding how we are all connected and all these things. So meditation is such a beautiful practice and it does take work. It's like a muscle. You got to work it out. If you don't work it out, if you don't continue to push yourself, like if I was only doing five minutes a day every day I'm uh, of like one bicep curl type workout. I'm not going to get any biceps. Like I need to keep continue to push and push and push so that I can break those muscles down, rebuild them back up, and then lift heavier weights, right? So that's basically like meditation. It's like any practice. You just got to practice it and you got to push yourself. So that's what I've been doing. And so meditation actually is like my go-to. When I'm feeling a certain type of way, if I'm having a reaction to something, if I'm if I'm feeling a little bit like of that victim mentality, something like that, I straight into meditation. Let's get into introspection. Let's figure what where the root of it is. Because at the end of the day, it's a root belief within me. It's a limiting belief way down into my root chakra, way down into the foundation, my safety, my security, that area of my body, and also that area of my mind, where it's the belief 
So where does that belief come from? It's not the surface level belief. It's not the belief that of today or of the situation at hand. It is a long time ago belief that has been that I've been living with for the past, what, I'm 34 now. So 34 years so that we have to look at. So as I went into meditation on wondering why I had to continue to this, I have to be a woman of my word situation, I ended up finding that the root of it was that I was afraid. There's always fear. It's always fear. It's always fear behind these things. I was afraid that I would be not only letting people down, I was afraid of the judgment behind what they might think because I'm quitting so soon. So like, it's like right there, right right around the corner, you know? Um, I was also afraid of losing the potential of growing my business in the way that I used to do it all the time, which was through networking and meeting people. And it didn't matter who I met. It was always like more meant more. But more doesn't always mean more. I've learned that (laughs) the hard way. And this is why I teach my students. I'm like more followers, more likes, more, 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 more doesn't mean actually good more. It just means more. Sometimes more just means more, right? Doesn't mean it's a good more, or I wouldn't say good more, but I just would say like it's not like a beneficial more to your spirituality, to your inner wisdom, to your growth, to your healing, to the way that you want to grow within your business in a holistic way. For me, you wouldn't be listening to this podcast if this wasn't you. So this is where I'm at. And so more, I started to realize that I was operating from an old belief. And that's the reason why I was so afraid because it was shaking my foundation because when we start to move our beliefs around, our old beliefs and shift them into newer ones, that shakes up our foundation, that scares us. It's like, oh, it's like an earthquake. You're like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't feel stable right now. I don't feel safe right now. And this is where your ego, your false ego comes in. It's like, whoa, 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 whoa. I don't feel safe right now. Why are you shaking things up? This is scary. Do not quit. This is not what we do. We've been not quitting for many, many years. We have been just sucking it up and doing the thing, even if the detriment to our own well-being, to the detriment of our mental health, to the detriment of our physical health, we are just going to do it. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Don't shake up this. Don't, don't, don't rock the boat, bro. That's what my false ego is telling me. It's, you know, it's just like, just don't do it. Don't, don't do it. You're scaring us, Right? And so as I'm scaring my own self, I'm reverting back to that people-pleasing tendency. And it's just because I was so afraid of what they might think of me. Oh, she's not a woman of her word like she says she is. Or ugh, whatever, you know, um, Reese, thanks for quitting on us so last minute, you know. And oftentimes when I start to realize that I'm entering into that people-pleasing tendency mode, especially right now, it was that moment for me to be like, skirt, press the brake. I am at a break. I am at a crossroads. Do I continue onto the path, be the people-pleaser, or do I shift and do something I've never done before and quit the last minute because it no longer serves me, because it no longer lights me up, because it doesn't excite me? And because I know... That if I do this, it will, I'm not saying that it wouldn't have taught me something. Every decision we make is neither wrong or right. 
It just is. The, the decisions that you make on a daily basis are never wrong or right. It just is. And so if I wanted to choose to continue on that path of just like, hey, you know what? I'm going to be a woman of my word. That doesn't make it bad. I'm still going to learn something profound in that situation. But since I know that I am on a massive growth journey and I have been healing myself at leaps and bounds exponentially at an exponential rate that I get exhausted from it. But because I'm so badly, I am a pusher. I am that disciplined motherfucker that will push herself to the brink because I want to know that I can do it because that's the one thing within me that I've always known about myself is that no matter what I put my mind to, I will succeed. I don't give a fuck how long it's going to take me. I just know that. And that's, uh, that's a practice I had to cultivate for a very long time. And it's because, you know, of certain childhood things and situations that have happened to me and all these other things that have come up for me that have made me this way. And, you know, and I'm very proud of that. I'm very, I'm very proud of the situations and experiences that I've had that have brought me to this moment to believe in myself and to rely on myself and, you know, that kind of thing. Um, and so I knew that at this crossroads, because there was many, there's been many of this crossroad where do I choose the people-pleasing or let's not even call it people-pleasing. Do I choose to be a woman of my word to, to stick with my commitment to follow through or do I choose another path? Every single time this has come up for me, I can think of it in many, 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 many occasions. I've always chose the route of being a woman of my word and going for it. And you know, I've always done it. That's just who I am. I want people to think that I am a woman of my word. But am I actually a woman of my word? Now, that was the question that came up for me in meditation. Am I actually a woman of my word to myself? No, I'm not. I'm not actually. I'm a woman of my word because of something of fear. Not to stick in integrity with where I know that innately my body is telling me, hey, Reese, you are exhausted. You are overwhelmed. We are going to continue and exhaust you until you pay attention to what we are trying to say. This is not serving you. This is no longer serving you. And although it could potentially give you the quote unquote more that you want, it's not going to serve your passion and your purpose on the reasons why you are on this planet. And I was like, so I'm actually not being a woman of my word now, am I? And my inner wisdom's like, well, I mean, you said it. <laughs> and I'm like, well, fuck me. I'm actually not staying in integrity with my word because it's no longer my truth. And if it is no longer my truth, then I need to let go of what is no longer serving me. And that means changing directions last minute, then that fucking means changing directions in last minute. And so the reason why I know that there is a fine line, I know there are people out there going to be like, well, what about this? Or what if I can't get out of that? It's not like I just can't show up for work or whatever, whatever, whatever. And I'm not saying don't do any of those things. I have the ability to make the choice as well. 
So there is the factors of I've already factored in all the things that like I have the ability to change my mind. I, you know, I have the resources in order to do so. I'm not saying, you know, just don't show up for work because you just don't like it anymore if it doesn't align with you. No, it's saying shift paths if if it if it allows. And if you don't like something, but you know you must do it, where in it can you look at it with intentionality and grace where it's like, how can this help me in my business later on? If I am too afraid to go after my dreams full force, which is okay, which is totally okay. Every one of us has special and unique circumstances that we are all in. It, some of us don't have money. Some of us have family. Some of us have to think about all these other things. There are so many value, you know, variables in a situation. So when you are in your own situation and you have to choose something over something else, but that's something you're choosing feels like it's not aligned with you, where can you make it aligned? What in, in the thing can you make it feel like, okay, this will actually help me in my business? Yeah, I wasn't aligned with being an accountant, but I was really good at it. And I was like, this is great. And all of a sudden, you know, when I found art, I was like, well, I got to continue on my counting in order for me to pay for schooling to go back to find art. But like, you know, when can I quit my job? So I went to part-time with the, with the accounting and then I quit my job within like three months of that had saved enough money because I had the resources. So like I had all these things planned. I was already planning what I needed to do in order to get out. So like that's, so I was, and then I also took everything that I've learned from my finance into doing this, into doing this very thing I'm doing now, which is mentoring artists and coaching artists on how to build and market a business from a holistic standpoint from a very balanced place and also to thrive and do it in a way that's very cohesive, organized, and can help you financially and abundantly. So it's like when you, that's where you got to really like, okay, then, you know, you find out something doesn't align with you, whatever path you must take, go into the masculine aspect of things and structurally align it with yourself until you can move and shift directions. That's all I'm saying. Okay. So you know, um, just in case that that's, you know, you're feeling a little overwhelmed or pressure to make a decision to do anything. There's no pressure involved here. There's no pressure into doing anything. You're on the, exactly where you need to be. You, you're on the exact path you need to be on, no matter what. Whatever decision you make, neither right or wrong, it just is. And the decision to shift will always show up for you over and over and over again. So you have many opportunities for it to show up for you. But when you start to get closer to in the all knowing and when the universe understands and source understands it's like ooh she's ready i'm going to keep shoving it in her face because she's ready because i feel like she's ready she is stepping into her highest self so i'm going to continue life is going to continue to give things to challenge you to step into your highest self because you you've literally said innately within yourself that i am ready for this next level me and when we say that and when we believe that the universe believes it too. It's like, oh, well, she's asking for it. Like an Amazon order. Let me like just fucking bing, bing. Let me give it to her. And that's why. That's why it shows up more often. So when you are ready, it will show up more often for you. So don't think that you only have one chance to make a shift. You won't. The more you believe your passion and purpose is in a direction 
and you start to see, you will start to see and perpetuate more and more opportunities to shift directions, even if you continue on the other path that might not be in alignment with you. So there's my little segue off. And so when I finally felt this integral part of me that was saying, hey, you're not in integrity. You're not being a woman of your word to yourself. And you know who the most important person you need to have your word with is yourself. It's not your partner. It's not your kids. It's not your dog. It's not your parents. It's you. Because like I said, the more that you heal yourself and lead by example, by healing yourself and healing your limiting beliefs, the better you can be the mom, the partner, the sister, the daughter, the pet owner, the shop owner that you can be. We can't just fake that shit. It has to be embodied. You can't fake healing. It has to be embodied because in order to, when we embody it, then we are it. Then we be it every day. And when we are it every day, then we walk the walk, we talk the talk, and then people just see it. And they're just like, wow, I mean, she's literally fucking doing the thing she said she would do. She's staying in her word. I want to do that. She looks so fucking happy. I want to do that. She's attracting the abundance, the money, the wealth, the, the tattoo shops, the tattoo artists, the, the lover, the whatever. She's attracting all these things. How is she doing that? She is embodying the person that has the things that I desire. So I am stepping into my next level. So I made the shift for, for one thing. I made the shift for the first one. And guess what happened? Oh, yeah. I sent that message and man, that person did not take it well. Didn't take it so well. I didn't receive anything back. I was pretty, um, I was a little disappointed to be honest. I was really disappointed. I was, um, I was a little hurt. And then I started to shift back into the people pleasing tendencies. Well, maybe I could do this. Well, maybe I just don't want to make them upset. They're going to be mad at me. Maybe they'll never invite me to anything ever again. Like, and I just, all the thoughts from my past, you know, all the limiting beliefs start coming in because my inner critic is like, oh, Reese, <laughs> you try to make a shift and now you're getting exactly what you thought was going to happen. They were going to, they're upset or whatever's happening. The reason why they don't get back to you, they ghost you or whatever. And, you know, of course, and then first part of it's like, oh, let's, let's, let's retract it. Olga, let's do it. Oh, I'm so sorry. Please, please, please. Like I beg. And then the other side of me is like, fuck them. <laughs> fuck them. How dare they? This is business. Like, you know, cause there was a lot of it having to do with business. Like it, financially, if I were to really, the only thing really that held me tight to my the, well, not the only thing, not not the only thing, but one of the major things that held me tight to the decision that I made to not continue on with this project was that it wasn't financially in alignment for me and my team. If it wasn't just for me, if it was just me, I, I, I might, I might have, I might have, I don't know, but I might have, I might have just been like, you know what, I can make it work. I'll just do it. Who cares? It's just me. It's a detriment to my own well-being, my energy, my time, my money. 
but it's not just me anymore. It's my team. The money that I make goes straight back into my shop, goes straight back into my business. And my business are, is my artist. They, as a leader, they are my first fucking priority. How can they be happier? How can they, how can I give them an incentive to do the things that I would love for them to do in order for me to grow this business, right? And for order for us to grow it together, because I invite them in. They are very much a part of everything that I do. Very much. If it wasn't for them, I wouldn't be here. That is the God's honest truth. The goddess honest truth, however you want to see it. Um, but that for me is true. Because I make it that way. I want to see it that way. I want them to be a part of my movement. I want them to see the possibilities. They see me doing things, creating things from nothing into something so big. And they're just like, well, fuck, Reese is a woman of her word. So when we look at it, it's not, it depends on the perspective. Am I being a woman of my word to myself? No. Am I being a woman of my word to the person over there that I'm committed to? Yeah. Yeah. Doesn't really matter. Am I being a word to my team, to my family, to my artist family, to my tattoo family? Yes. And when I told them that, that I quit, they were so happy for me and proud of me. They saw the weight come off my shoulders, the literal weight of it come off my shoulders. And they were just, and I like explained it to them. I was like, if I were to do this, this is the amount of money I would have to spend. And this money would not go to the new shop. This, da, 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 da. So the financial reasons were there. So I, I definitely logicked my way through it, but I knew that so, but I knew that it was spiritual logic. It was it was aligned logic. It was aligned strategies that brought me to this decision because I would have done it if it wasn't for my inner wisdom trying to speak to me. And my inner wisdom being my body, the way that I'm feeling. The feeling within me, that little gut-wrenching feeling of like twisting and turning that doesn't feel so good, kind of makes me a little queasy. That is my physical body letting me know that something is up. And when I focus on that, then I can focus on where that's coming from. And normally, when we feel that feeling in our pit of our stomach, that's normally like our solar plexus in the chakra system, and it's like yellow, it's our, it's our ego, it's our identity, egoic identity area where we're like, we're, it's like, ooh, like what do we believe about ourselves is kind of shifting around. And then we go down into like the root chakra and things like that. And so um, I'm not very well versed in all the chakras, but I just know that from reading, like that's where it's at for me. That's how I understand it. Um, I'd love to dive deeper into that for my own self and from my own um, educational journey. But that's just how I see it. And so So yeah, so I did this one thing. And even though this person didn't take it well, I was almost like, yeah, let's like high five. I am down. And you know what? It actually was really good because at the end of the day, the fact that they didn't take it well made me realize that the things that I was feeling about this person, just there were certain things that I was just like, this person has a really good heart, but they still have a lot of healing to do. And a lot of things just feel very self-serving. And I started to notice these things and I was just like, man, this sucks. But um, and that's not for me to fucking tell this person or say, because I, I got no room to say. I got a lot of fucking healing I got to do. So I just felt something innately that just didn't feel aligned. And whether or not what I'm saying is true or not, it doesn't matter. Honestly, it doesn't matter. I have no, I don't judge people. I don't care um, at the end of the day because me judging them is just a mirroring for myself. And if I'm judging them for something, 
then that means it's something I don't like within myself. So <laughs> let me just stay away from the judgment, okay? Um, so that's where I'm at. And then, so when then I did this, and I was so proud of this, it literally switched the light on and I called the other person for the educational thing. And I was just like, I'm so sorry. And you know, what's funny is that like, with this particular thing, it wasn't that I was backing out. I actually just felt like I was piggybacking off of her knowledge. Like she was just so passionate about this. She was so passionate about this. And I was just basically the facilitator to organize it all. Like she was so into it. And I was just like, God. And I was like loving being in her energy. But I felt at the end of the day that I could not integrally make money off this thing where I felt like it was basically all her idea. And I was just facilitating how how organize, how we can get there organized in a more organized, cohesive way and structured way. And so I just, you know, I, tell, I just tell everybody the truth. I'm like, hey, this is where I'm at. I'm sorry. Um, very understanding. Everything was very cool. Every Everything was great. Like um, she totally understood where I was coming from, all the good stuff. So like that's what I love. It's that like, I'm always going to be honest regardless of the consequences or repercussions or whatever, however someone might feel about it. And at the end of the day, by choosing me, I am choosing them. That's the fucking paradigm, paradoxical thing in the mind is that by choosing me, I am choosing them. Because you know what? This opens up space for them to invite people that would love, that would die hard love to be a part of something like this. And that will probably make it 10 times better because of the fact that they have synergy. Two people obsessed with the same fucking passion and purpose and then them going at it together. Strong, two people strongly. Now, if it's one half-asser, then you're dragging my ass along. Like nobody wants that. That's exactly why I'm like, we got to normalize changing our minds and letting things go. Because I don't want to hoard my artists. If my artists want to go off and do great things, fuck yes. You know what that does? That that is not only self-love, but that's love to me because they respect me enough and they respect themselves enough to be like, I choose me. You know? It's like, like, think about it this way. It's like if you have a lover or a boyfriend or a partner or whatever you want to call them, a girlfriend, and you're upset that they didn't text you back that night and, you know, because they went out with their boys, right? We hate that. I don't really fucking care. But, you know, I felt, I felt some type of way back in the day. Not, not anymore. Um, um, and so it's like, but the fact is, is that when you do have a trusting, cohesive relationship, first off, let's just say that this is the case, okay? But even if it's not, the fact is, is that if they just decided to go home and go to bed early and then message you, what, in the morning? Thank you. You just sent me so much love. They chose themselves. They were like, hey, I am, I'm tired. <laughs> I went to bed. No big deal. By them choosing themselves and not feeling the obligation, quote unquote, to do something in order to make someone else happy. And instead, they were like, no, I'm just tired. Let me show up refreshed. Send this message with refreshed air and whatever. And then, you know, obviously these things change and there's so many variables to this, but it's just like that. It's like 
being okay with what is, being okay with what's going on, like being able to flow. When we have expectations of people or expectations of ourselves because of what we think people might think, it's like we're operating from fear and not from love. And when we operate from fear, you know, we're just perpetuating more opportunities to not choose ourselves and to do things outside of us. And what the fuck does that mean? I want none of that shit. I want to operate from a place of love. I want to operate from love. I want to be okay. You know, I want to choose what I want to choose and know that I'm doing it for me and that by doing it for me, I am doing it for the betterment of everyone around me. By choosing me, I'm inspiring others to choose themselves. By choosing me, I'm choosing love. And by doing that, I am giving love to others. And by them doing the same fucking thing, they are giving love to me. They are loving me by choosing themselves, by giving themselves self-love. I hope that makes sense. I had this fucking epiphany last night. I was like, holy crap. (laughs) Everything we do is love. Every decision that we make based on our inner wisdom, every smile, every kind word that someone says to me, every time someone chooses themselves is love. Karma comes around when you give love with, uh, you give love out, give love out. It will be, you will receive it back, but it doesn't always mean you're going to receive it back in the way that you expect it. And you know what happens? I let go of these things, right? I let them go. I let them go off my heart, off my sh- off the proverbial weight off my shoulders. I let it go out of my mind. I got so excited again. I still, you know, I still paid for these videographers to come out and do this educational video. Guess what? I'm going to do my own. It's going to be called Opaque Rituals and Techniques because I love doing opaque black and grays and I want to share with you how I do my pre-rituals, and also how I do my techniques. I am so excited about that. And that fact that I'm excited about it makes the educational video just going to be so much better. And guess what? Now that I'm no longer doing this other project, an opportunity for me that I've been wanting to do since I've met my spiritual business coach came up. I've been wanting to go to the Amazon and go live with an indigenous tribe and really just understand the perspective and culture of like loving life by having so little, you know, like that just sounds like an amazing opportunity for me. And I just want to understand that because we have so much, we're so obsessed with the materialistic. And I just, for me, it's like, I want to understand the other side of it. I want to just be put into this perspective. So let me live outside in a tent with a bunch of bugs and everything. Like, you know, it's definitely like, I'm definitely bougie. I'm a, I'm a bougie girl. Like I like, I like my like comforts and stuff. So I'm excited to kind of put myself out of my comfort zone and do this. And I kept having to say no to when these opportunities would arise with my business coach. And because I said no to one thing, it opened up the space and opportunity for this to happen. And I am going, I am going to the Amazon. And I'm fucking excited. So two things that not only I put out of my mind that no longer excite me, 
yes, I've spent money and time and whatever, and I don't regret that at all. I learned a lot from the situations, and I'm learning so much in this moment by choosing myself. I'm choosing love. And by choosing love, I operate from love. And the more that I do that, I can heal what's going on inside of me and then expand. Expand myself, expand my business, expand the people around me, expand you listeners out there fucking drinking coffee with me and doing the thing. I'm expanding myself. Oh, and that feels so good. It feels so good. So yeah, you guys, I just want to just be really open about that and and vulnerable about that. Like this like this topic was like a little nerve-wracking, you know, cuz who knows, they might listen to it and whatever, but at the same time, it's like too, I'm like again, I'm choosing to show up vulnerably so that you guys can understand the ins and outs of these business of this business and how much it can grow and expand and how you can grow and expand in your own businesses. Okay. So it's just like an, you know, leading by example situation. And I want you to remember that like by being vulnerable doesn't mean you're fragile. Like that those are those are not two the same thing. Vulnerability is strength. Fragility is not if you're fra- if it's fragile it, it can break easily but being vulnerable is not the same thing as being fragile you're being vulnerable is being open because because of you because you're operating from love if you're being vulnerable because you're operating from fear or whatever you're trying to get something out of someone i don't know what it is but like then that might be fragile then you might get your feelings hurt But at the end of the day, you guys, I hope you loved this episode. I hope this resonated with you. If it does, please send me a message via DM. I would love to know your thoughts on it, um, how you feel about it. Has this ever happened to you? Uh, Or repost on the IG. I love it when you guys do that. It makes me really happy Uh, just because it also lets me know that, like, you guys are loving these podcasts as much as I'm loving doing them for right now. So I'm really excited about that. Um, Also wanted to make mention that my mastermind, if you're listening to this in real time, it's May 14th uh, or May 15th, actually, and tomorrow, May May 16th, my mastermind and VIP one-on-one experiences are open for pre-enrollment, which is so exciting because these are my tighter-knit containers, the coaching containers for artists ready to step into their next level empires, which are artists that are like, you know, um, wanting to dive dive deeper into holding holistic space within their tattoo business, having more balance within their tattoo business and growing their tattoo business, whether you want to open up a shop or get into coaching or education or really just how to hold space for your clients and things like that. We just get really, really deep into it. It's a tighter knit group. So there's only limited spaces available, like eight to 12 people in my mastermind. And obviously for my one-on-ones, it's just me and you. And so we get a little more hands-on in your business and um, yeah, all the good stuff. So if you want to check that out, you can uh, click the link down in the show notes. Otherwise, I love you guys. Have a great fucking day and I'll talk to you next week.